Hey, podcast listener, are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Have you ever wondered what's beyond VCFO services? Welcome to Smart Strategy for CPAs, where I help you work less and earn more. My name is Geraldine Carter. We seem to be stuck in a three-tiered system. I see it widely used, and it doesn't fully map to reality. You know what I'm talking about. You've seen the three tiers. Services titled Transactional, Controller, VCFO. Transactional refers to reactive, back office accounting. Controller is said to take a more proactive approach. And with VCFO, you inform your clients that together you will be strategic. It seems to be widely accepted, and I get it, and I get why. Now, whether or not I agree with these three levels is immaterial, for this episode at least. What I wonder about is why these three, and why only these three? Why stop at VCFO? Why do the tiers stop at being strategic? Because strategic is where it's just starting to get good. It seems to me like two tiers are missing. What is being missed when service stops at strategic? Really, my question is, what is beyond VCFO? It reminds me of Dr. Seuss's book, On Beyond Zebra. If you haven't read it, the little kid narrator is not content with the confines of the ordinary alphabet. So he goes on beyond zebra. And upon his return, he reports on 20 additional letters beyond the letter Z, like wum, snee, and yek. Tell me you've read this book. Of course, Z is not the end. It's just been defined that way, and that's how we learned it in school. Teachers were the authority, and you didn't question what was beyond the letter Z. So why do we have confines of transactional controller and VCFO? Is VCFO really the letter Z in the accountant's alphabet? Could there be something beyond? Why not add beyond VCFO a service column for anticipatory? You might say, well, maybe, but don't we already do that with strategic tax planning? Isn't that what that's about? We get ahead of taxes. What if you went to the next level with strategic tax planning, which is anticipating and not just taxes, but also in your clients' businesses. And you helped your clients think through how changes, be they economic or seasonal or technological or even social changes, 
how these changes that are coming down the pipeline are going to impact your clients' businesses. Even the best strategic tax planner who had taxi companies for clients left them hanging by not helping them anticipate the changes that were going to be brought about by Uber and Lyft. Or what if you are in the design build space on say the West Coast? What's gonna happen to demand for home building in the wake of thousands of structures lost? What will be the impact to construction costs? What will happen to wood product prices? Say you're in the ag and farming space. How is climate change going to impact yields? Whether your clients think it's happening or not, it's in your client's best interest to run yield scenarios and show them what the implications are, what they might anticipate, and how to get ahead of things. If you come at it purely from a risk standpoint, the risk of running scenarios and being wrong about the climate projections is far outweighed by the risk of not running scenarios at all and having the climate projections become real. Anticipating includes giving attention to changing landscapes, and it might include strategic tax planning, but it's much more than simply strategic tax planning. Let me give you an example. One of my clients was watching one of her clients' businesses grow like gangbusters. This client has an apparel company and her supply chain has multiple sources and stops on it. When COVID hit, her supply chain got caught in the upheaval and my client foresaw the impact to cash flow. She was able to see what was going to happen a few moves down the chessboard. So she met with this client to discuss the possible cash flow crunch that might appear if the supply chain really got locked up for months and months. And she helped her client work through a plan to move inventory to store up extra cash just in case. Now, the supply chain ended up unfreezing more quickly than the worst case, but the client was still so psyched to have someone in her corner to help her think like this and prevent what could have been a business catastrophe. Where a traditionally too busy, quote unquote, or reactive CPA would have waited until the client came to her saying, help, I have nothing left to sell, now what do I do? My client saw what was happening and she caught it early because she had seen supply chain disruptions before. And because she and her client spoke frequently, she was able to help her client assess how much inventory she might want to offload to generate the cash flow to reduce the amplitude of the possible crunch. So that's one step beyond VCFO. What else could be beyond VCFO? What about being innovative? Innovation creates significant new value that didn't exist before. And when you innovate for a while, you will be the only one offering that new value to your clients. Now you might be thinking, I'm a CPA, CPAs don't innovate. I beg to differ. I work with CPAs just like you and I watch them innovating. It's just that they don't frame it like that to themselves. They think of it as solving an obvious problem. Let me give you two examples of so-called obvious problems that my clients have solved or are solving for their clients. And keep in mind, these are CPAs just like you who will profess to be linear thinkers who love solving problems and will not think of themselves as innovators. And sure, 
They're not Thomas Edison-style garage tinkerers who exist in a near-constant state of imagination. These are CPAs who are very smart and clever, and once they burrowed inside their niche, they saw what needed to happen. The first story is of a past client who planted herself, can't say it without laughing, who planted herself right inside cannabis. And what she already knew was that banking was a challenge for this industry. Once she had enough clients to ask to get the nature of the challenge and possible solutions, she saw a pathway to provide legal banking so that her clients could pay bills electronically and legally. Because here's the deal. Some providers you cannot pay in cash. You cannot go to Florida Power and Light and walk in the front door and pay your $10,000 grow light bill in cash. That dog doesn't hunt. But she saw how much her clients were stuck here. So she had a couple of ideas and she took them to a trusted contact at the bank. And they troubleshot these ideas from a bunch of directions. And when the bank was satisfied that all was above board, she took the best idea over to legal and had them put the idea through its paces. And when legal signed off on it, she offered it to her clients. And then three things happened. The first thing is that her clients were delighted. Not only did their customer satisfaction just grow through the roof of the greenhouse, but their level of trust of you get me and you understand my problems and you're on my side when it comes to helping me grow my business, all that just went way up and there's huge value there. The second thing that happened was that it opened up a residual revenue stream because she takes 5% off the top of the transaction, which is a great deal for the client because it solves an enormous problem for them. And the third thing that happened was that because her customers were delighted, they started talking about her. So of course, she started getting referrals for that service as a standalone. And those clients who started with this payment service are now starting to move their transactional and CFO work over to my client's business. That's what innovating does for you. Second quick example. Another client is deep in the metrics of big agriculture, and her clients are desperate for real-time data so they can make ad hoc buying and selling decisions. The spreadsheets are giant and the stakes are high. There are big gains to be made if you have the numbers you need at the right time. So she's having someone build out the computational side of things so her clients can be deep in a field of wheat, sitting inside their air-conditioned combine on their iPad and pull up profits and yields and make decisions on the spot about how much to harvest. This CPA is sitting on a solution that is going to transform her business. What it took was listening to what her clients were missing out on and innovated to get them what they need. So if there are 20 letters beyond Z for zebra, there are services beyond VCFO. All you have to do is listen to what your clients are to date unable to accomplish when it comes to money, numbers, math, and data. And I guarantee you, you can find innovative, powerful ways to help them. 
I give you permission to anticipate and innovate because when you do these things, you can maximize your prices. And when you maximize your prices, you will be able to work with fewer clients. And when you can work with fewer clients, your business gets simpler. And when your business gets simpler, you don't have to work as many hours. And when you don't have to work as many hours, you can get your life and your health back. And you get to read Dr. Seuss books to your grandkids. And when you read Dr. Seuss books to your grandkids, you get your joy back. And goodness knows we could all use a bit more joy in 2020. Remember, anticipate and innovate. New additions to the alphabet of CPA services. If you have innovative ideas that you want help fleshing out and piloting to your clients, I can help you do just that. The best place to start is by putting 15 minutes on my calendar at shethinksbigcoaching.com. Just click on the big fat red schedule time with me button and the interwebs will take care of the rest. If you want other fresh perspectives directly from me, check out two free upcoming trainings I'm hosting. One's on October 22nd. I'm doing a free training called Give Up Calculating Dollars Per Hour, How to Begin the Shift to Value Pricing. And on November 19th, we have Accountants Anonymous. If you are guilty of having terrible website copy, I will give you 10 phrases to scrub from your website right away. You can find out more about both of these at my website, shethinksbigcoaching.com. That's it for me. Have a great week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.